the Dream Baby Dream podcast. Is this is this being re- is this live? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> listeners. Um, Don't talk about. No, this is this is uh, this is Bill Nye. He's one of my favourite actors in the world, and he's a funny, funny man. Bill Very. Nice guy. No, that's the other Bill oh. Nye. This is Bill Nye, the actor. Jesus. Love Actually. Mistake. Okay. It, as he says, more people saw him in Love Actually than absolutely everything else he ever did. <laughs> um, but he he said this. I don't do plays anymore without. I'll start that again. I've actually misquoted the quote. So this is a quote. Let we'll start again. <clears throat> um, I don't do... So this is a quote from Bill Nye. Jesus, Phil, just say the quote. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> dyslexic, all right? Don't diss me for my disabilities. <laughs> okay, this is a quote from Bill Nye, one of my favourite actors, and most of you will know Bill from Love Actually. Um, I don't do plays without jokes anymore. I've retired from those plays. I think it's bad manners to invite people to sit in the dark for two and a half hours and not tell them a joke. It's a great quote. It is a great quote. I think, I think it's very telling. I'm taking the mic back now. Okay. Um, thanks well, for that, Phil. Fun. We started this pod off a little differently. We started off with Phil. Um, and also quote of the week right at the beginning. Just Thank to you, throw Phil. a spanner in the works. For those who don't know that deep... Um, musical voice that is Philip Holder of the Warehouse Workshop Screen Acting Studio and one of our favourite people he followed us to the recording studio <laughs> <laughs> no like a- Amy <laughs> Amy forced him to come I did <laughs> okay I think we should properly introduce the pod now yeah. so um, welcome to Dream Baby Dream I am Taylor I'm Amy we are ACTC we did that backwards but that's okay it is what time is it it is 20 past 10 at night time. I am very tired, especially we have just come from a premiere at Rabina Town Centre. It was a lot of fun. It was um, Savannah Cresto. Yes, Cresto's. Yeah, Savannah. Oh, Savannah. Amy keeps calling her Savannah. <laughs> Savannah Cresto's Savannah. Um, latest film, The Psychology of Beauty, and it was fantastic. A little art house film written and directed by her absolutely astonishing i it thought it was great fantastic so i'm gonna crack it off by talking about our week just in general just how our week's been um i'll go first i dyed my hair more red so it's more red again which was exciting for me mm. i cleaned out the kitchen cupboards at the warehouse workshop and i accidentally threw out phil's tea bags that he uses um someone mentioned to me that we never actually explain what the warehouse was i had someone call me and say love the pod what's the warehouse because we just refer <laughs> to we it say like the warehouse workshop screen acting studio what well, else it's a screen acting studio for those you who don't that, know Yuchen, you're stupid you t- <laughs> It was you, Chen. <laughs> Shout Calling out. Calling you out, you, Chen. Okay, um, no, so the Warehouse Workshop Screen Acting Studio is... Phil, why don't you? Um, why don't I talk about the Warehouse Workshop Screen Acting Studio? That's, that's probably a good idea. What are we? So the Warehouse Workshop Screen Acting Studio is a Gold Coast, um, to be more precise, Helensvale-based um, school that specialises in training actors for the screen to meet the needs and expectations of the industry. 
Fancy. Done. That was very well done. Very succinct. Um, my week, to sum it up in a word. <laughs> Amy's had a tough week, guys. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. We uh, uh, But the kitchen cupboards of the warehouse, they look really, really good. On I did a very note, good job. I did get a roll. Amy got a roll. I did get a roll. We um, an indie feature, so I'm very excited. It about is very that. exciting. It's it's like I'm excited for her. The shooting is going to be so much fun. When very it eventually excited. gets all done, it's going to be so exciting. Pretty much all I've done this week, while being depressed, is watch Mindhunter. Is that your obsession? That of the is week? my obsession for the week. Has anyone seen it? Phil, have you seen it? it seems like a Phil yeah, show. Oh, it's freaking amazing. Um, I have those not who seen it. don't know, so it's basically about um, FBI agents. It's, it's like, like a, fi- a fictionalized story about um, FBI agents who um, analyze serial killers. So they go to prisons and they um, interview famous serial killers to gain insights about their behavior um, and form psychological profiles so that they can catch future killer or existing killers. Oh present day killers right now they're currently killing the one's killing right now the one's killing right now right now um it's fantastic the acting is amazing um go check it out i will have to watch it taylor what's your obsession um mine is i'd like it to be completely different to last week's but it's not um it's not still it's it's not amity affliction no but it's in the music genre so I don't know. Is it bad habit? Yeah. Oh my gosh! You <laughs> so, made us listen to this song. What do you mean three us? times? Okay. Yeah, but that's three. That's that's only three times. You just see how many times I listened to it today. So Ed Sheeran, as many people may know, um, had released a song called Bad Habits, and recently in the Brit Awards, he performed that live with the band Bring Me the Horizon, who are a heavy metal band. And it was amazing and there was screaming and I mean, it's not everyone's cup of tea, I understand that, but for me, who's a little metalhead, I loved it and they released a studio version. So I've been listening to that nonstop and it is my obsession for this week. Phil, what's your obsession? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Amy just just deep-throated the the microphone. (laughs) I've spent many, many years in therapy Trying to get over obsessions. I try very hard not to be obsessive about things. Um, and until this very moment, it was working fine. So there's years and years of therapy just gone down the toilet. Oh, he's putting the mic back to me. That's all he's saying. So no obsession, That's just, just, saying just on the therapy? Just trauma. He's shaking his head. He wants to okay. move on. Um, so in light of today's episode, which we will reveal to you shortly... I have a bit of a funny story to tell. It is about auditions um, and why sometimes it works to lie, and but most of the time you shouldn't because this isn't a good example. Um, but one of my first auditions that I went to, I think I was 17 because I was still in school. Maybe I was 18 because I had my license. Um, either way, I'd just kind of come out of school and I was doing a short film for, I think, one of the just the Griffith films like the slate films that they were doing and I was playing the teenage well I was going for the role of the teenage daughter who was a lesbian and you know that was the whole thing and I got the script last minute and I just didn't have time to read the entire script so I was like I'll just learn my scene my audition scene really well and you know I'll just do it from that and so I go in and do my audition. I'm pretty happy with it. They seem really happy with it. And um, they were like, oh, yeah, so did you read the whole script? And I was like, yep. And then they're like, all right, cool. So what did you think of Kelsey's character development from start to finish? 
and <laughs> and just kind of I just kind of looked at them and I was like, well, and no joke, I bullshit about maybe three minutes of what I thought this character's development could have been in this short film, and. I mean, I was pretty impressed with my on the spot. Turns out she died. Improvisational <laughs> thinking. And then uh, there was kind of like a moment of silence after I finished my little speech. And they were like, you know what? We never actually looked at it that way. That's like, that's a really good point. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I thought so too. I got the role. Yeah, good on you. Thank you. That's so, how a true actor does it. No <laughs> prep. <laughs> No prep. <laughs> Roll on in. Feels like wow them. Feels feels twitching in his chair. Feels like I've talked. <laughs> Moving on from a audition story, our episode this week is about auditioning, um, specifically mm-hmm. self taping. A little bit about in the room, but we are sitting down and chatting to our good friend Sammy Afuni, which he uh, told us how to pronounce his last name in the interview. Which um, we love, Sammy. We're so excited. He's probably one of the most talented people I've ever met in just every aspect he's a singer he's a dancer probably and he's a football player (laughs) anyway no he's like the most humble wholesome person he's just we cannot put into words how incredible it was to sit down with this person and just chat to him about his experience he's got a cracker of a embarrassing story which i did tell my mom and she cannot stop thinking about it like a week later she was like i can't stop thinking about that boy's story and i was like it's truly it was, it was pretty mortifying. <laughs> Feels like, oh, I'm excited. You'll have to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Feel like, I bet he won't. He's in it and he won't listen to it. He'll be like, oh, he'll be like, oh, it. yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I got bored. Anywho, without further ado, we welcome Sammy. Hello, Sammy. Sammy Afuni, how are you? Did good, I say that good. right? Yeah, yeah, Sammy yeah. Afuni. Yeah, I've never known how to Afuni. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was Afuni. A F and then U. Afuni. Yeah, that's why the two dots on top. Oh, the little accent. I didn't notice that. But hey, I don't mind it. I don't mind it if you say Afuni. I don't get triggered. Sammy, before we get started, can I please just ask you why you smell so good? It's quite intoxicating. What is that? It's a couple of things, really. So we got... um. You know, this is not a, a a paid a paid a paid advertisement, but oh. um, Versace Light Blue. Um, Versace, Light blue. if you're listening, reach out to me. <laughs> um, we got um, salt water spray on my hair as well. And oh. uh, what does that do? It just like keeps the curls in check, you know. They are. They look. They look yeah. really, really good. Thank you. Like yeah, like the perfect level of curl. Thanks. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. <laughs> and then we got Lady Speed Stick as well. Lady so Speed Stick, yeah. you use ladies roll on. Yes, I do. And that's why women smell amazing. Wow. So why is the men's just too harsh? You like the floral sort of delicate scent? To be honest, the, the, the truth is my dad always used Lady Speed Stick. So right. I just like adopted yeah, you it have it, everyone. Pretty much, I yeah. think Lady Speed Stick, Speed Stick sales just shot just went up. Yeah, also, Lady Speed Stick, yeah, if you're listening as well, reach out to me. <laughs> Not a paid advertisement, but could be. So, Sammy... <laughs> We're yeah. very, very excited to have you on here. Thank you. Thanks for having me, by the of way. Course. I just want to say I'm really, really happy to see you guys doing your thing. Like, obviously, I've known you for a while. So, um, yeah, more success, more success, more life. Yeah. So how did you start acting in Sammy and how long have you been doing it for? Just tell us a bit about yourself as well. Um, when did I start acting? I'd say the first time I did acting was a musical that I did in when I was living in Kuwait. Um, I did this musical with my, with my uh, middle school at the time. 
and that was the first time I really did acting. Um, I didn't know I wanted to be an actor at the time, but um, I found it super fun. Um, and then I moved to Australia, uh, and then in 2016, I went on The X Factor. Okay, that was my we next were gonna question. Talk about that. <laughs> we, we'll get to that. Let's just skip over that for a second. Okay. It's great to go to the acting. But yeah, so after that, after that, I was like, okay, let's uh, let's think about what I want to do next. And then yep. that's when acting came on my mind. And um, yeah, it's been like maybe three, four years. Now. Back to the X Factor appearance. I was actually googling you <laughs> for prep, trying to give my dad an idea of like the level of success that like of the people we were interviewing because Sammy's quite successful mm. and you. the first thing that popped up was Sammy <laughs> Funi X Factor <laughs> and I was he's like is this him and I was like I don't know and yeah. they clicked into it Sammy just rocking the X Factor stage yeah that's incredible and like I had a few views on it too so Tell why have you that? never told yeah, us yeah. about so that growing up like I'd always watch you know reality tv shows with my mom <clears throat> like X Factor Australia's Got Talent all that stuff and um, initially, I actually auditioned like two different times for the X Factor, and I didn't get on. Oh. Um, but then I, I got the scholarship to go play football in the United States in 2015. Oh. And, um, Man of many talents. <laughs> yeah, so when I was there, like at the time, I would do like SoundCloud music, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, the producers of X Factor reached out to me. Oh. And were like, Yo, Did they like, remember you, or is it just random? To be honest, I don't know to this day. Yeah. But they just reached out to me and they were like, hey, we, we want to have a meeting with you. Like, do you mind uh, coming and seeing us? And I was like, I'm in the United States. And they were like, no, trust me, trust me. Come back and have a meeting with us. Oh, so my I was God. Like, okay. Oh, wow. And at the time, we had kind of like this break. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'll go back. I go back, I have the meeting, and they pretty much say, we want you to be on the show. So. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So you have to do like pre-auditions to get on the show. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like straight to the, what you see on TV. Like, yeah. There's a lot of things that go down. Um, and the first two times that I auditioned, like, uh, there was maybe three, four stages. But when they called me back um, and wanted me to be on the show, it was, like, literally one Same. stage and straight to the thing, so. Did that, like, help your career going on X Factor? Or? Definitely. I think that was, like, the first um, step into, like, the entertainment industry. For yeah, me, you know? that's awesome. And it made it believable to me as well. Like, you mm. know, like before that, I kind of maybe saw it as something that um, was hard to achieve. Mm. Not hard to achieve, but I'd say maybe, like, you know, hard to get a foot into, right? Yeah, um, it's practical. Mm. Yeah, and then once I was on the show, it was like around all these like you know celebrities and That's people awesome. that do different things. So I was like, do you yeah. think if you hadn't have done that, you would still be playing football and probably wouldn't have leaned as heavily into the creative? Um, probably actually. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Because yeah. I always wanted to be a football player growing up, and I still play at a at a decent level, but obviously not professionally. But um, I've always loved entertainment as well. Uh, growing up, I'd always say, like, I either want to be a footballer, musician, or an actor. Mm. <sighs> Take your pick. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, speaking of um, entertainment, we've been asking yeah. all of our guests to tell us a story about your most embarrassing, traumatizing moment in the <laughs> industry, whether, you know, well, you've got singing and acting. So either of so those. There's a lot to choose from. Yeah. Actually, yeah. probably not. He probably just got everything he's ever got. He's just probably no, great no, no, at everything. No, no. no, you know what? There's actually a funny story. <laughs> Um, right after I finished X Factor because you know when you go on a show like that you expect a lot to come after it because yeah. like you know you're, you're young you're on the show like you're, you're getting TV, all this like yeah. Yeah. yeah everyone's seeing you on TV you're getting followers on Instagram and you're like yeah. oh everything's gonna like go in the right direction and then once it finishes it's like nothing comes to you, you know? yeah. literally nothing comes to you you're yeah. just in this limbo where's all my I'm work I'm still coverage yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I just started thinking I was like what do I want to do next you know and I thought oh because like I 
kind of got a foot into the ent entertainment industry, I was like, why don't I try acting? So at the time I was like into, you know, the law of attraction and like all this positivity and stuff. And I was like, you know what? It's time for me to like try pursue acting, right? Mm -hmm. So I go online, I search up like all the biggest actors in Australia, like Chris Hemsworth, Nicole Kidman, um, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, and I search up their agents. And I'm like, okay, oh. I, need to, I need to reach out to their agents right now. So I reach out to all their agents and I get like all these automated emails back, you know, like. You just went straight to the top. Yeah, literally, just oh straight. To, and um, I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's a start. And then for some reason, Chris Hemsworth's agent at the time, like uh, Morrissey Management, I was like, I just felt, it felt right with them. You know, I was like, th that's the one. So I went on Facebook and I searched up Mark Morrissey, who was like the head of Morrissey Management at the time. And I reached out to him personally, right? <gasps> on Facebook? <laughs> on oh Facebook. my God. So I sent him like this massive paragraph, like, you know, selling myself and saying stuff that has nothing to do with acting. You know, I was like, I'm a loving and kind uh, person. No, <laughs> It's like a dating profile. Yeah, I'm kind. And then what he did, he's, he accepted the message, but he didn't reply to me. But I was Let's like, okay, see. this is this is a start. Yeah. You know? He's so seen I, it. Yeah, yeah. left on read by Mark Morrissey. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, That's yeah. So impressive. I just sent him another like chapter. You know? <laughs> Double message. I sent him everything. And then guess what? He replies to me. <gasps> Stop messing Yeah, he actually said, you know what? Send me three tapes so I can <gasps> see what, what you like. That's and what we have to do. We have to message Mark no, Morrissey. No, this personally. will not happen for anyone else. This and at the time, take into consideration, I know nothing about like yeah, acting. Yeah. I know oh. nothing about self-tapes. You're just starting at the top. Yeah. So I just, I go on Google and I search up like, you know, monologues and stuff. And oh I just put God. it together and I send it through. And he sees it, but I never got a reply oh, to this day. No. <laughs> go send him another chapter. You know what? It was the worst tape I've ever seen in my life. But you know what? That gave me like... A boost, like yeah. give me a boost. It was a start. Yeah, to know that like it's within reaching distance. Like all I need is a good tape. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. And that like just the fact that they were willing to give you a go and have a look at you is yeah. insane. Exactly. Good on yeah. you. Thank you. That's, that's not even embarrassing. That's that's semi embarrassing. <laughs> like, but no, no, no. If you watch it, if you watch the tape, you'll know why it's embarrassing. <laughs> I, I want to see this. All right. Um, can you talk about your most notable credits? You've done. A Fair bit of work, especially yeah. in the last few years. Um, so, what are your? I guess just just have a brag. Just and tell I guess us about what you've to done. To tie into that as well, like yeah. what was your first break, or like for you, what really got the ball rolling? Okay. What role? Um, the first real one that I like, the first major role that I got was in the feature film Kidnapped. Like yes. that was. That's so exciting. Yeah, it was really cool as well because it happened so quickly. Mm. Like, I got a. I got a, an email from my agent saying that they really want to see a tape on Friday. And I did it last minute. <clears throat> and then Monday, I got cast. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. Just from the tape? Just from the tape, Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. So, yeah, Kidnapped was really cool. And it was one of the funnest ones as well because um, it was one of the first projects that happened post-COVID. Like, yeah. And it was like a blueprint of like how to work. Navigate. Yeah, yeah, and navigate within COVID as well. And we were on this really cool resort in North Queensland all together. And there was amazing actors on it to learn from, like, um, you know, Todd Lassance, who He is Aiden from Home and Away, for any Home and Away fans. Um, when I saw you with him, I got a little <laughs> bit He was excited. also in The Vampire Diaries as well. Oh, God, he was too. Yeah, yeah and oh Spartacus. God. He played Julius Caesar in Spartacus yeah. as well. So just, just <coughs> he's done well. Star. No, he's, he's an amazing, amazing guy. And, like, I, I see him as a mentor to me. You know? That's amazing. Like, he's awesome. a really cool guy. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Kidnapped would be, like, I'd say my first break. Yeah, that was pretty recently. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I had 
at the time I had recently switched agents um, and uh, COVID hit. Mm. And then I was like, oh, like there's going to be no timing. jobs, like <laughs> all that stuff. But then I got my first credit ever, like yeah, literally insane. two weeks after COVID hit. And that's then like so four weeks later, I got a second credit. And then it was like three weeks later, my third credit. Yeah, and then, once you get one, I feel yeah. like the Just rest. gets the ball rolling a bit. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, and then from there, um, I ended up doing Young Rock. Did yes. one episode of Young Rock. Um, I did the Bureau of Magical Things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and recently I shot a show in, in Melbourne called uh, Stories yeah. from Oz. Oh, you are able to talk about that? Yeah, I can talk, okay. I talk about it. Yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out soon. Yeah. Um, there's no official release date yet, but mm. it's coming out in 2022. That's so exciting. exciting. Were you like a major role in that? Yeah, yeah. I was one of the main cast. So I was going to say you had your own. You had, it was in a makeup trailer and everything. I was like, <laughs> ah! our boy's moving up. That's so exciting. That's I'm so exciting. pumped for you. I'm very excited to see that. Yep. And back to auditions. What can you tell us? What the difference is between a live audition and a self tape audition? Have you done for... many live auditions, or has it mainly been self tapes? You know, I started out knowing purely self tapes. Like, yeah, because that, that was when I really started in the acting industry. Is when self tapes were starting to come yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but live auditions usually happen for me like when it's a callback. Right. Like yeah. Getting in, getting in front. Get you of, in the room yeah, after yeah. they've seen. Yeah, the tape. I'm surprised. Your self tape must have been pretty good for kidnap. They just cast just you right. Yeah, off that the was tape. the first one that oh, I. Yeah, the self tapes like for me, I love self tapes because it's like you get to do what you want to do. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no pressure on you. Like, yeah. You can have the freedom, but at the same time, like. It's cool to be in person, like with the casting directors, and if you're in front of the director producer. Do you get nervous? Um, no, it actually gets me more hyped. Like, yeah, if anything, yeah. it gives me more energy. Like, yeah. Because obviously, I'm used to like you know performing on a stage. Mm. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing as well because like I feel like I'm not as composed yeah. as I am when like I I'm doing a self tape. But yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, we were talking with Grace before when. We were interviewing her and she was just talking about how you have such a calm presence when you act. Like you are just totally like authentically yourself. And it's like you're like Mm. really present. And she was saying how she gets in her head a lot and it's really hard to break out of that. But you like super centered and it's just so calm and like and you know yourself so well. And you just you just kind of like rely on the fact that you know what you can do. Yeah, you just have a confidence Mm. about it. And then you you do it and then you don't overthink it. And then it's just so fantastic to watch like it is mesmerizing to see you just so professional about it you know yeah yeah Yeah, i'd say with that um it's about trusting like my preparation really you know Mm. like i just um i know myself that if i put in the work and i like make sure that i'm you know i have a lot of knowledge about the scene and and so on then once i get up there i can just throw that away and be present and connect with whoever's Mm. in front of me Mm. and whatever comes out comes out and in terms of like you know um, being really calm, like I've taken inspiration from a lot of actors, like that mm. I've watched. Like for example, every time I watch, I'm not comparing myself by the way, but <laughs> every time I watch like Al Pacino, and when you watch him, like he's just so calm and composed, yeah. and like it just draws you in, you know. Like yeah. so, I try and take inspiration from yeah. that. But obviously, you know, it's well, a work it's in progress. Working. It's it is working. working. Well I feel like done. all the best working actors are like yeah. that. And um, working on sets during COVID is that different? Like, here's the thing. I never got a credit before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. So, I so have that's no really idea. all you've known then is yeah. just working through COVID. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, and I know like everyone's like, it's different with everybody. You know, there's different circumstances. But I feel like overall with Australia, like with Australian actors and with Australia, and maybe I'm wrong, you know, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like 
COVID almost like actually brought a lot of good things to us. I agree. I agree with the acting yeah. industry as well because we prefer self tapes as well. Like obviously, it's a chance to put your best work forward. If you stuff up, you can delete it. Like it's it not as much yeah. pressure. Yeah. Um, and so it just really gives you a better chance than if you were to go into a live audition and bomb. I feel like the only difference would be is that when you go into a live audition, you can, you, you, you're a presence, you know, you yeah, can go and you can be yourself. Can you can say, hey, True. how are you going? You can show these people who you are because I feel like it's not just about the audition you put down. It's about who you are and who you are to work with. And these people want to see that you are going to be good on set and you know you're a nice person and you're not going to be a diva and you know that kind of thing and I feel like you don't get that personal aspect of it in a self-tape yeah. you know what I mean because it's just purely the character and yeah. the only time you get to show that is in your slate I guess when you do the whole exactly. you know and no, so yeah. that's why I mean I personally try and make my slate kind of fun and like a bit bubbly to like because I mean you only get that one sentence and you kind of have to show them who you are in that one sentence because mm. it's a self-tape and you can't just go in and have a chat you know what I mean yeah no I definitely agree and that's something that I learned from Tom McSweeney actually oh really yeah <laughs> as he told me that you know when it comes to your slates like because I, I asked him I was like for example if I do a audition that's with an American accent right mm. should I do my slate in an American accent and he was like the slate's the opportunity for you to like be yourself yeah. and show them who you are you know so ever since that day, I do some whack stuff. On that. Do you, like, so do you say things or do you just like um, the way you Can you give it? us an example us of an example. a Sammy Afuni slate, slate right now? All right, ready? A slate? Uh, ooh, okay, for example, let's say I'm, I'm playing like, a, like a, a character who's playing football, right? Yeah. Mm. In my slate, like I, to, to open it up, I'll like juggle the ball. <laughs> you know? I'll, be, I'll have a ball and I'll tricks? start juggling. <laughs> and then like stop, look at the camera and be like, Oh, sorry about that. Hey, guys, my name is... <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so I cute. love that so much. I'm going to start doing that now. I'll just juggle. <laughs> but I, I feel like I have taken it too far sometimes. <laughs> like, I did a, a self-tape. Oh, this was one of my first self-tapes that I ever done. It was uh, for Aladdin. Oh, you um, would be so, so good actually. at Aladdin. Thank oh, you, my God. Um, but, yeah, when I did it, like... For some reason, I thought it was a good idea to put like the theme song of Aladdin in the background of my oh, sleep. Oh no! And like I started, I, I like walked out, like I walked out like it was a WWE entrance. Oh no! <laughs> Just have like the oh. magic carpet. With you. <laughs> yeah. so, um, this kind of ties into that, but what do you think sets a good self tape apart from an average one? And what do you think casting directors look for? Ooh! So that can be like technical. That can be. Like you said, based on my, my personal, my personal subjective opinion, yeah. um, <laughs> I think it's just being real. Yeah. I think it's being real, like being as real as you can on tape. Like I feel like, you know, I'm, obviously I'm not a casting director, but I feel like even if it was bad quality or you know if it didn't have a good background, like if you're the actor that they want. They're gonna want you. Yeah, you know I mean? like, and I'll be able to recognize the yeah. talent. I'll be like, oh, she's wearing an orange shirt that matches with an orange background. Next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, legit. Yeah. And it's it, obviously you know having the aesthetics is a good thing. Like, yeah, it's not a it's not a bad thing, and it helps. It makes it more professional, and it yeah. does yeah. help. But like, I don't personally, I don't think it's as big a deal mm. as like as your actual ability. Yeah, yeah, mm. of course. Yeah. And this was actually a question that you answered before. It was. Um, is it common for people, people to get cast solely from a good self-tape? And has this ever happened to you? But it did. Did it just happen the one time or has this happened multiple times? Uh, no, it's happened multiple oh times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, okay, like, so, really just leave right now. So if you are Sammy Afuni, it happens. Um, if you're anyone else, then. No, no. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, I feel like it's the same concept. Like, if they if they see what they need to see, they'll, That's it. they'll yeah. take you. you know? Yeah. And, like, 
I guess callbacks are there for um, like a multitude of reasons. Like it could be to test your chemistry with someone, you know, like yeah. I've gone in for a few chemistry tests and so they kind of know what they want from you, but they have to make sure that you work well with the other person or, mm. you know, they want to see what you're like in real life. So it can be like a bunch of different things. But as you said, if they can see in your self tape what they want, why not just cast you from that? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah, get why get you in? What if, if they right? met him in person and he was an asshole? And they're like, oops. I mean, you can always get fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like, true. <laughs> you may no, as well take I, the risk. Yeah, and it's also happened in a way where, like, I did a self-tape for one character, but then I got cast for another character. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, off of, like... interesting. Yeah, so I guess it ties into, like, if they... If they they just need to see that one thing that yeah, gives them... Yeah, they see something yeah. they like and then they can and do something with it. That's what good. As long as you put a good self-tape down, like a casting director seeing that, and if you're not right for that production, they may remember you for other They've productions. They've seen you and they can have you in the back yeah. of their mind and they're doing something and else. And they like, oh, see well, you again. They've got a positive memory of you. And yeah. Then, yeah. That's why even sometimes, like, I'll get a, I'll get an audition that, like, I look at the description and... It, it's not me at all. Like it's like a 50, it's like fifteen year old white guy. You know, like his name is like John Smith or something. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna try and do this as best as I yeah. can. But anytime you get an audition, anyways, it's like an opportunity yeah. to like make a name for yourself. Yeah, you're not gonna yeah. turn that down and be like, well, it doesn't sound like me. No thanks. Uh, yeah. No, you're gonna give it your best shot and yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Are there any roles that you like big roles that you've gone for that you haven't gotten that have kind of cut you a little bit? Um, Please tell us you've been rejected at least once. No, no, no. no. Oh, I, like, I've been rejected so many times. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. In so every aspect of life. Not just, <laughs> always, not never, that's the thing. Like, people never post when they get rejected. But exactly. when you get a role, yeah. of course you're going to post and that. And so, like, course, all, all yeah. you see online is this person doing so well. And you're like, oh, they're doing so and well. Like, the ratio is terrible. Like, it's, yeah. like, maybe, like, one successful role to every, like, 50 rejections. That's probably it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I'd say Aladdin... Aladdin probably was the one that I wanted the most because for Aladdin. Yeah, for Aladdin. That's because that was the first, like, one of the first ever auditions I've ever done. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you know, that first no, you're cut about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like me. I'm never gonna make it. You know Mm. what I mean? But thankfully, you know, everything went well. Yeah, you're doing very well. Like, I feel like when you don't get something, it happens for a reason, and just means there was something better for you waiting. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's a mindset that I've adopted. You know that. Mm. if it's meant for me, it will come to me. Like, yeah. And I'm enjoying the process. Like, I'm enjoying the hell out of the process. And that's like, the main thing. Yeah. As long as you're having fun and you're enjoying life, you know, it, everything else is a bonus. Exactly. You know? Um, what are your plans for the future, music and acting-wise? Music and acting-wise. So, with music, I, I have been writing a lot of music. Um, uh, but, you know, I feel like I'm not at the right time to, like, release it. You know, I feel like I want to release it when I've established myself a little bit. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. Um, you know, same with, like... Um, I want to get a publishing deal you know, with my music. That's something that I'm pushing towards and something within the works, but still, it's still far away, but it's within the works. So, yeah, um, yeah if you hear something soon, then you know that it worked out. So. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. That's so exciting. Yeah. And uh, with acting, it's the same, same process, you know, just grinding, uh, mm. waiting till the auditions come, doing your best in the auditions and, mm. you know, seeing where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and short-term goals, we always end our episode asking our guests what they are looking to achieve literally just within the next few weeks. Like, what are your little goals for the next week? I'd say just to s- stay motivated, stay hungry, um, be better than I was the day before, mm-hmm. pretty much. Because um, that's, that's, that's another thing with acting. It's like, you know, I used to get, like, super caught up in, like, um, if stuff 
like doesn't come to me if I didn't don't get auditions or if I like don't get booked um like I'll I'll get super in my head but then yeah, yeah I realized that it's like it's about it's about taking it each day as it comes and actually each day like you're getting more experienced mm. yeah you know and you're getting wiser and yeah it's it's still part of the, the job. chances of getting a job are getting higher actually not lower yeah. you know the more yeah. like the That's days so true. go by the more auditions you go on the better your chances are yeah. because you're getting that experience yeah yeah so just true. um yeah staying patient i'd say is my number one priority for the next couple of weeks amazing yeah. well, thank oh. you so much sammy for coming on this has been an absolute pleasure Anytime. we think you are amazing thank um you. and we're so excited i think you're to amazing see. Oh. Yeah. no genuinely yes. All right. <laughs> thank you very much sammy Thanks it's for having been me. an absolute pleasure and we can't wait to see your next project yeah thank you and i can't wait to see you guys blossom as well oh thank you sammy hopefully soon thanks okay. <laughs> bye, bye. bye. Thank you. Also, Philip Holder. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sammy. That was such a pleasure to sit down and talk to you. It's, yeah, I can't get over how much we all love and adore Sammy. And here. how good he smelt. He smelt quite good. He smelt amazing. We did. Phil, you weren't there, but you're nodding. <laughs> like you smelled like, like yes. He smells good. Okay, so we're going to talk about our goals of the week before we wrap up. Amy. Oh, I haven't even thought okay, about Okay, Philip, what is your goal of the week, throwing you under the bus? Um, well, my goals this week are the same as my goals pretty much every week. Okay, which are? Just to, well, I've got to that point in life where my life expectancy is measured in seconds to just get through the week, <laughs> Philip really, Holder. Is, is pretty much the goal, you know, keep breathing. <laughs> cough occasionally, not too much, because then they'll think you've got the... But yeah, the spicy no, cough. just keep breathing, really, in and out. That, yeah. yeah. That's a good. That's a good. That's the, that's the goal. It's a good goal. Okay, thank yeah. you, Phil. AC. Um. Oh, back to me. I still haven't thought of anything. Um. I have quite a bit to do this week. Um. I. But it's mainly tomorrow. I've got a callback audition, and then I've got a deadline for a competition. I'm entering. I'm entering one of my novels into a competition, so I need to get so that all exciting. edited. So the deadline's on Monday. So basically, going to get a week's work of work done tomorrow. And then I can relax for a second. And by tomorrow, we mean yesterday because this episode comes out on a Monday oh. and we're recording on a Saturday. So Sunday is the day she's referring to and it's not even part of the week we're setting goals for. So. I'm sorry. Do you Phil's lost dead. it. He's left the building. <laughs> okay, my goal for this week is... I am moving out on Saturday. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm Woo. moving out of my family. I mean, I'm going to be sad because I love my family and I love my dog and I will miss them. Um, but I have lived out of home before and moving back home is fun. But I have two brothers and it's yeah, – I'm just going to leave it there. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, so I'm excited to move back out. So my goal this week is to pack all my clothes. I've pretty much packed everything else for my room, but I have – lot of clothes sorry olivia who wants me to get rid of half my wardrobe i have a lot of clothes to pack so that will be my goal of the week to get all that done and throw out anything that i haven't worn in six months Ugh, wish me luck amazing i know give me some stuff you don't want okay i'll give you some stuff <laughs> phil you want some stuff um i don't know that your stuff would not that i'm you know um i'm fairly flexible as to your know, gender <laughs> and all those things but i think there's a slight size difference <laughs> yeah fair. i mean you don't yeah. think this top would fit you 
Um, <laughs> a squeeze, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to our artist of the week, which... Amy. It's also Sammy Afini. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if many people know this, but Sammy is also an incredible and talented singer. And he hasn't released anything officially before. And he has actually sent us a song that he wants to, I guess, premiere on our podcast for the oh. first time for anyone to listen to. We feel very lucky. We are. We are. Mm, so good. That's absolutely awesome. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Sammy, for this charity. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And we're absolutely so excited. So the song name is called Just a Little. It is unreleased and it's being exclusively shown to us here at Dream Baby Dream. And it's produced by Shake Productions. So he says um, the song is part of an upcoming secret project and listeners can stay in the loop by following him on Instagram, which I believe is at Sammy Afuni. We will put that in the show notes as well. I'll just do a quick bio on the song. The song is inspired by my first experience on reality reality TV, where some people perceived me differently than what my intentions were. And that led me to questioning myself a little. It was hard for me being young, inexperienced and getting hate from the public. At the time, it really messed with my mental health, but it was a moment in my life that shaped me and steered me away from caring about what people think anymore, because regardless of what you do, there'll always be people that hate on you or see you in the worst, and that could be for many different reasons, jealousy, or maybe they're going through something in their lives that has pushed them to project that energy. But now those are the last people I focus on. Instead, it makes me appreciate those who see the best in me and show me love even more. It has shown me the importance of projecting positive energy upon others. It has allowed me to know myself more and to grow and to be more secure in who I am. Because at the end of the day, who knows you more than yourself? Gratitude, peace and blessings upon all. From Sammy. Sammy. So here is his song. I know. He's. That's really very powerful. That's great. Hmm. Yeah. We'll add Ryder to the list of talents. I know. Oh ridiculous. Um, so this is his song, Just a Little. And thank you so much for tuning in and keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Keep on dreaming. <laughs> From the moment I said I wanted all for me I put up a price of pay when that's just not me From the moment I showed my face with stuff that ain't me I was painting a picture that I cared about me And no one else Perception in your mind, oh baby Protection from my side, oh baby What's the secret that I need? How could I have done this any differently? Pressure on me, 
Just a little, just a little, just a little. 